Keeping it real. A state. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again today. We will be discussing the nightmares of home ownership. It is Halloween day, October 31st, 2019. So it's only right that we discuss your home buying nightmares. One of the home buying nightmares that so many people mention to me is that I'm afraid that I cannot afford a home. And I completely understand, you know, you're a first time home buyer or you're doing this process again and you're like, where do I start? I don't have enough money saved up. But like I mentioned in one of my previous podcasts, put together a home buying budget. Creating a home buying budget will let you know exactly what you need, exactly how much money you will need to put down, what you will need money for. It will just bring together your plan and help you set a goal and realize what you need to save up and how much money you need before starting your home buying process. And a lot of times I will recommend speaking with a mortgage officer or a loan officer to get these figures because sometimes you don't know how much you need. But if you go ahead and put in your loan application and speak with the loan officer about what your dream are, what your dreams are and how much house you want, how many bedrooms you want, what price range you're looking to stay in, they're more likely to be able to give you a home buying budget or at least give you figures that you would need for closing costs, for down payments, you know, and other things like that. So definitely recommend if you're thinking about buying a home, so speak with the loan officer, go ahead and submit the loan application just so they can see where you are and help you plan out your home buying budget. In addition to that, when you are ready to purchase a home, There are a lot of loan options and loan programs out here for first-time home buyers and for other people, um, you know, with lower credit or lower income. There are a lot of options and they're making new loan programs to help more people become homeowners. So don't be scared. They may have a loan program that you've never heard of that you may be able to qualify for. Don't be scared. Just put your budget together. Make a plan. And reach out to a mortgage officer, reach out to a realtor so you can get the process started. And once you have your plan in place, then you have a goal to work towards. I'm scared of commitment. Now listen, when you sign your lease agreement for one or two years, that is way more commitment than signing your mortgage. And I say that what I mean by that is, if you buy a home and for some reason you have to move, you have to move away out of the state, out of the country, you can sell your home. Who says you have to buy a home and stay in it for 30 years? Who says you have to buy a home and can't resell it? You can sell your home. When you sign a lease now, You are more obligated to stay in that lease for a year or it'll cost you a little bit of money to break it than you are with a mortgage. With a mortgage, yes, you're signing that you're going to pay for this mortgage over the course of 15 to 30 years, depending on what you sign. But you can resell your home if for some reason 
you can't commit to this home anymore and you have to move or, you know, it's a lot of reasons why you don't want to be in the house anymore. You can resell the property. That's not a huge deal. So being scared of commitment, I feel like a lease is more commitment because I'm committing to stay in this one place for another year or another two years or however long your lease is. With the mortgage, I can say, okay, I'm going to live here for three years and I'm going to sell it. You don't have to stay in that home for the rest of your life and die in that home with your cats and dogs. You don't have to do that. So when you say you're afraid of commitment, don't be afraid of commitment. There's always the possibility of reselling your property. I'm leery of maintenance and knowing who to trust with repairs. One thing I always recommend to my clients is that you purchase a home warranty on your property. So what that does is it covers your major systems in your home up to like a year or two, depending on what you purchase after you move into the home. So that if something goes wrong with one of your major systems, it'll be covered under your home warranty program. And that gives you so much relief when you think, oh, I have that home warranty. Let me get them to replace this. It gives you a lot of relief and takes away some of that stress of thinking of, oh my God, is something gonna go is something gonna go wrong after I move into this house? So I definitely recommend for maintenance getting a home warranty. And after that, you just want to make sure you regularly maintain your property and maintain the major systems, get regular checkups. It's just like your human body. You got to take it to the doctor, get it checked up in order for it to function correctly. Same thing with your home. You have to get people to come in and do routine checkups just to make sure everything is working properly. So I recommend getting that home warranty. And after that, just making sure you maintenance your home regularly and keep it in the best shape you can. Because when it is time to resell your property, you want to make sure that it's in tip top shape. So find somebody you trust, get referrals, use your resources, ask your realtor for people that you trust that can do maintenance on your home. I'm intimidated by having a mortgage and having full on responsibility. Well, of course, that is something that you will definitely have to prepare yourself for. You're going to have bills, you're going to have responsibilities, and you're going to have a mortgage. But I look at it, it's the same as if you're renting someone else's place. You still have bills, you still have house responsibilities, and you don't have a mortgage, but you are paying someone else's mortgage. And most of the time you're paying more than they pay for mortgage because they want to have monthly cash flow coming in. So I look at it like this. If you could pay somebody else's mortgage and pay rent to a landlord, why can't you pay your own mortgage? If you can invest in someone else's property, why can't you invest in your own property? It's not that hard. I mean, growing up, being an adult, you're going to have bills and responsibilities. I mean, I don't know how to help you with that. It's just a natural part of being an adult. But having a mortgage shouldn't be scary because if you have a rent payment, you're paying someone else's mortgage already. Having a mortgage, you're just investing in yourself. 
So don't be intimidated by having a, a mortgage or the commitment of having a mortgage. And like I said previously, you can always resell your property if for some reason you just don't want the commitment. And if for some reason you don't want the responsibility of like yard maintenance or outside maintenance, then it could be a possibility for you to consider a condo or a townhome or somewhere with an HOA where they maintenance that stuff for you so that you don't have the responsibility of handling the exterior, all that is done for you. All you have to do is worry about the bills and your interior maintenance and keeping up your home. But just like any other thing, there is a price associated with that, whether it's a quarterly bill, a monthly bill, or an annual bill, there is a price associated with HOAs and having people to maintenance your exterior for you. I'm terrified that I won't buy a home that I actually like. Now, let's just be realistic. You are going to have a budget. If you're a first-time home buyer, you're probably not going to purchase your dream home. You can get a lot of features that you want, a lot of features that you like in your home. But being realistic, if you watch HGTV and think that you're just going to have this grand home, it's probably not going to happen unless you have grand money and can afford that home. But if you're on a budget and you have certain things that you have to do and have money that you have to spend in other places, you're going to want to make sure that you're realistic about your budget and realistic about what you can afford going into this. So I think that for your budget, we can find you something that you like. We can definitely do that. And right now, interest rates are pretty low, so you can get more home for your money. So I just say to be realistic about your budget, be realistic about what you can afford, and don't go into it expecting to buy a mansion for $100,000 because it's not going to happen. So if you set that reality with yourself and you have your budget and your plan, then we can find you something that you like in your price range. And you don't have to break the bank and deplete your whole life savings in order to buy a house that you like. I'm spooked to work with a realtor. Okay, just being honest, the person did not say spooked, but I had to keep this Halloween theme going, so I'm going to use that word. I'm spooked to work with a realtor. I think that it is in your best interest as a home buyer to work with a realtor. Here's why. One, a realtor is free to you. So you do not pay real estate commission. Sellers pay real estate commission. So there's no reason not to work with a realtor because it doesn't cost you anything. It's free guidance and it's free knowledge and they help you with the real estate process for free on your behalf. You don't have to pay a real estate agent. So why wouldn't you use a realtor? Two, it makes the real the it makes the home buying process easier for you. A realtor is here to negotiate on your behalf, negotiate the price, negotiate the repairs, and educate you as much as they can on the home buying process. A lot of people will try to do it on their own and they get caught up in a real estate transaction not knowing what's going on because they decided not to use a real estate agent. But if it doesn't cost you anything and you can have free representation in a real estate transaction, why wouldn't you use a realtor? 
It only makes sense. It'll end up saving you a lot of money and it'll end up saving you a lot of time and you'll be able to be educated by your real estate agent. If they're a good real estate agent, they will educate you on the process so that you don't have any confusion or it's not complicated to you. It's just a win-win situation for you to use a real estate agent. So I recommend if you're a home buyer and you're new to this, or if you're a home buyer and you're selling and you're buying another property, I just recommend using a realtor. It's free representation and it doesn't cost you a dime. Fear is one of the most powerful forces in life. It affects the decisions you make, the actions you take, and the outcomes you achieve. Who you are and what you do has at one point or another been influenced by fear. And while the primary role of fear is to protect you, fear often becomes a significant obstacle that stands between you and your goals. I just wanted to leave you all with that. Don't let fear stand in the way of you and your goals. Don't let fear stand in the way of you and your home buying goals. So that is all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in again. And thank you all so much for being so interactive on my Instagram polls because a lot of times when I make a poll, I'm going to use it for my podcast. So I answer a lot of your questions in my podcast. So thank you guys so much. You guys know where to reach me on Instagram at Adrea the Agent. My email is Adrea the Agent at gmail.com. And my Facebook is Adrea the Agent. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and until next time and have a fun and safe Halloween.